This is Undivorce Wittable, the podcast made to divorce-proof marriages. I'm Giovanna. And I'm Rance. And, and we, we are, are the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. We've been rocking together for 18 years, married for 15 years. People tell us all the time that we inspire them. We are relationship goals. And it's not because we're famous or we're fronting for social media, but because they can tell that what we have is genuine. There have been ups, crazy downs, and moments where it would have been easy to just walk away. This is a no BS podcast. We're keeping it a buck. And we're telling you all the truth you can handle about what it takes to stay together in today's world. We, we are, are Undivorced Wittable. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Undivorced Wittable. I am your co-host, Giovanna Robinson, and... You got Rance Rob here. My lovely, sexy chocolate husband. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about... Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talking about talk that about squishy. and me. Mm-hmm. I wanna sex you up. Okay, that's yeah. enough of this. I guess you're in a singing mood today. Oh, this know. must be your topic. I'm gonna let you lead this one. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, what is the biggest issue about sex and marriage? I think the biggest issue is it's not enough. And um, never enough. Yeah, it's never enough for some people who want it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks in between. Yes. Yes. Which there are some people out there like that. There are. <laughs> Lots of people out there. So, you know, with these issues, it's never enough, but why? Why is it not enough? I don't know. I mean, there are so many things that we could cite. I'm sure time is a big one. Mm-hmm. It never seems like there is enough time to lay up all day long and just Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, maybe that's one of the, the reasons. I think there never seems to be enough time. Of course, as your family grows or your life expands, there's responsibilities, things you have to do, and then you kind of fall into a uh, into a pattern. But let's break. Let's actually break down the purpose and the reason for sex outside of procreation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So outside of that, when you're coming together as a husband and wife, I feel like sex is an intimate time that you spend with your spouse. It's actually a time to reconnect with your spouse Mm -hmm. um and it's 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 very important it's very vital because it's more than just having a good feeling you know working up to a good feeling for me it's something that i can share with you that nobody else better not ever share with you so you guys hear that veiled threat within that like that was (laughs) That's what it's like being married to a black woman. So if anybody's out there listening <laughs> who's not or you're single and you're thinking about dating a black woman, you must know there will always be veiled threats like that one. We just have to let you know. You don't have to let us know. That there is some crazy that is over here. And if you cross certain lines, you will see it. Y'all think Lorena Bobbitt came up with cutting um, her husband's penis tip off? And she wasn't black. She ain't gonna be finished. Y'all think she came up with that on her own? Heck no. She got some black girlfriends. Lorena oh Bobby. my gosh. She really? Home girls. Girl, I'll tell you what you need to do. I'll tell you what you need to do. 
Whatever. Oh, he out there cheating. Oh, he out here with that. Let me tell you what you need to do. You cut it off. She like, cut it off, man. Cut it off. The next thing you know, Lorraine Bob is famous. She cut that thing off. She she sliced the tip of that sausage. Because she has wow. some black girlfriends, probably. Who did, obviously didn't get the credit for it then. They should have got the credit for telling her. No, name. they shouldn't have got the credit. They would have been accessories to the crime. There's enough of us in prison right now. We don't need that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's what that's called putting a battery in their back. That's what she... <laughs> but anyway. Oh, God. It is definitely a time to connect. It is. It's definitely a time to connect, um, to have that intimacy, and just just... Let your hair down and be with your partner and explore and have fun. Explore their body. Let them explore your body. You know, just have fun. It's a time to play on the playground. It is. But, I mean, do you think there are things outside of that that kind of can get in the way of even that, like you said, letting your hair down, that trust that, and I don't mean something drastic like cheating and stuff like that, but it seems like circumstances in general, you know, and that could be something as small as you got into a small fender bender mm-hmm. and you just cannot release your mind thinking about taking your car to a body shop or the insurance adjuster coming out. And that's a, that's an example, but there are other smaller examples. Like how do you continue to be able to be loose with your spouse? So I think that it's a time where, you should look at it as though it's a it's a moment for you and your spouse to kind of like shut out the world and just focus on one another because you just got an offender bender. You know, some people think about it like this. And I might just be trying to bend that fender, girl. <laughs> okay, I just had to do that. Sorry. What was I saying? So about continuing you trying and to bend fenders. Continuing and keeping that that, that it's your time to yeah. So it's 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 your moment to kind of like escape, you know, get away. So for example, if you're the type of person, if you drink and you know how some people say, I had a rough day. I need to go to the bar. I need to drink. Whatever. You had a rough day. I need to get into my husband. I need him to get into me. <laughs> I guess I made a face. I don't know. I couldn't say that with a straight face. Mm, okay. <laughs> but no, I, I just think that it's a it's a point in time for the you guys to come together and kind of like black out the world. Which is interesting because I really think that depends on how you approach sex mm. and approach it from an emotional standpoint. For a lot of guys, we're not taught to be emotional emotionally connected during sex mm-hmm. like we're trying to blow your back out okay we're trying to make sure you got yours so you can't say we didn't get yours off for a lot of for a lot of guys literally that's what it's about it's about it's not necessarily about this deep connection and i think it's interesting how you know we we build and develop that prowess as, as single men Mm-hmm. A lot of guys who are out there and you you know having partners and things like that, that's what it's about. It's just about the the action and not the emotion. Well, I think too. I think that for women, it's not necessary. For men, y'all could just be like, oh, okay, it's it's time to have sex. Okay, you dropping your pants, you know, and you ready to 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 make it happen. For us as women, we are mostly more emotional when it comes to it. So 
there could be like a grooming, I guess you can call it throughout the day, you know, if her love language is touch, you know, maybe when she comes home from work, you touch her a certain way, you know, you, I don't know, rub your hand against her face or something like that, you know, different things like that to speak to her, whatever her love language is. If her love language is acts of service, you make sure that even though she cooked, then you put the food away, you know, you put the dishes in the dishwasher for her. Do those things to kind of like take it away from her because if a woman has to come home from work, cook and clean, put the dishes away, get the kids settled down, give them their bath, get them to bed and everything, and then come to bed and you already in the bed half naked laid up like with your hand behind your your head ready to get it on and she like, I'm tired. So And then a guy here <laughs> we be wanting you to drive still. Right, exactly. You mm-hmm. laying there wanting us to get on top. So I think that you have to <laughs> you have to connect with your wife not just like five minutes before you Mm -hmm. want it, but throughout the day, you know, make her feel special, make her let her know like, Hey, beautiful, you know, different things like that, whatever she needs to hear. That's going to get her in the mood. You know, that's very true. And it's funny because that's something that my mother even shared with me with, you know, and I don't think I told you for years into our marriage, but that was like before I, the week before we got married, she was like, because she's she was a marriage counselor she helped really you know get people marriages that were like on the brink of disaster and divorce back to health and so even with all that like what she knew as a counselor um to hear her say this i had never even thought of it but she it was weird because she's like i'm gonna have a conversation with you and um i'm on the phone driving And we're talking about this. And like when she told me what she wanted to talk about, I could have crashed the car. It was so uncomfortable. Mm -mm. Like, I do not want to talk about this with you. But she's like, no, you love sex, don't you? And I'm just like, mom, yes, sex is great. It's great. And she said, well, let me tell you how in marriage you can have plenty of it. And so what she told me was that you, I can't expect you to do all those things you just listed. And then expect you to come to bed and be a superhero in the bedroom if you're tired. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting, like, you know, for years I didn't I didn't tell you that. And I made sure that... I think this is the first time I'm hearing this. Is that, you know, that's one thing she said, you have to help out around us. You got to do more than what the average man in a marriage is going to do, which is, you know, don't let her do everything with the kids. You know, don't. She said, I taught you guys how to, you and your brother, how to do laundry. I taught you how to do chores. All the stuff that I taught you and I put in you, use it mm-hmm. because it will be to your advantage. And the next thing you know, you will not be like a lot of married men who are complaining because they're not getting any. Hmm. So I need to thank my, so I, yes. I thank my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. God bless her soul. I thank her for not just making you the man. I thought that you just did everything because you didn't have no sisters and you were brought up in the house where y'all were taught to cook and clean and how to do everything. And I just, yeah. So now I know. Okay. Yeah. So that's something that she, you know, a week before the wedding, she told me that and it stuck with me. It's like, I got to help out. I got to make sure that I'm now we call it leaning in. That's what we call it. But it didn't have a name before that. Or it just it was called helping out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, doing your part. 
And man, it was some of the sagest advice. It is. And I mean, for women who, which I think a lot of women, their love language, and they're probably multilingual, um, their love language is acts of service. So if they don't have to, if they're getting help with, okay, babe, I'll give the kids a bath tonight. You know, I'll take the kids, whatever. Or when she come home, I done clinked the whole place. Clint. That's it. Clint. Mm -hmm. Yes. Clint it. Is that Southern or is that just past tense for this country? This country. Okay. But it's also. hood. That's Memphis. Hood Memphis coming out. All of Memphis is a hood except for about Germantown. I mean, golly. That's true. That's my hometown. That's for real. true. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that is very important. And that will, that that's a turn on. You know, when you come home and your husband's clean the house or you come home and he's helping out with the kids and he's helping you with dinner, even if he just cut one onion, that's a turn on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. Guys, I'm telling you, pay attention to the Food Network. Mm-mm. <laughs> Learn how to cut that onion <laughs> So you can cut that onion Oh my gosh <laughs> Here you go with your onion cutting Amen Amen. But no I mean it, it is Happy wife happy life People say that all the time um, It's very true but it shouldn't be from a selfish standpoint So I guess I need to clarify That I do not Do those things With the intention of Getting sex I do those things because I want you to feel supported. I mm-hmm. want you to feel like you're not in running the whole household by yourself. That's important to me, even though I haven't really even articulated that like that till now. But it's important for me to let you know I'm here with you. And I appreciate that. And I will say this, honestly, as a black woman, um, we are used to carrying the world on our back. We are used to trying to do it all A lot of times we don't ask for help. We just do it and we get overwhelmed. And that's why so many black women are dying from heart disease because we just take on so much and we don't ask for help and we just grin and bear it. And um, it means a lot to know that you have that support because I'm be honest. I try to be a superwoman. I try to, you know, do it all. And I get frustrated and annoyed with myself. If the house isn't clean to, you know, my standards and, you know, I don't have this going or this going, or you got to ask for this. I honestly do like, dang, you know, I should have had this together or it's my job to have this together, but we can't do it all. We can't. And you know what? Another part of it is I grew up in the, you know, we both grew up in the nineties. You know, born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. And there was this huge movement about how women don't need no man. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of sisters would add a snap to it. I don't need no man. <laughs> I can do this by myself, do that by myself. It used to drive me crazy. I felt like, even as a kid, I felt like that was so disrespectful. And mm-hmm. it's because from my frame of reference, I had both parents. And they were teammates. And so I know everybody doesn't get that and so i got mad at the fact that it seemed like a lot of the types of girls that i was attracted to had that mentality i they grew up with in single parent households i don't need no man type you know from a disrespectful standpoint when i think a lot of guys really have an intention to help now there's some lazy dudes out there and there's some guys who get into marriage and they they want all that you can give them 
and they'll keep theirs for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think guys get the benefit of the doubt. Husbands, you know, especially like, you know, and we bring up TV, we bring up movies quite a bit on our podcast because art imitates life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people write fathers, husbands into shows, into movies to be this buffoon, this guy who cannot even do the simplest of tasks. Right. And they make it seem like, you know, men are inept to really help around the house. And I said, I'm going to be the antithesis of that. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to let that be defined, especially as a dark brown chocolate man. Sexy chocolate. You ain't about to sit here and pigeonhole me like that. Right. And the benefit of that is that we get to share each other dynamically at a certain point of the evening because <laughs> we're both equally tired. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But if we make sure we put the kids to bed early and get it in before we get exhausted, then we can exhaust ourselves and go to sleep. It's an amen moment. <laughs> and it's a need, man. I mean, that's one thing about um, sex and marriage. It's a need. And I think that a lot of times couples treat it like it's not that. Right. Does that seem like? I think that it's a need. I think that it's a need to reconnect, to connect. Um, and even looking at it from a woman's perspective, if you don't feel confident about yourself physically, but your husband is showing you that he desires you and he wants you, that can really feed um, your your self-esteem. Absolutely. It really can, especially if you, you know, after you've had kids, a lot of women go through, you know, issues and emotional breakdowns and different things after children, um, postpartum depression and different things like that. And your, your hormones are all over the place, but also your body is different. Your body has changed and you just had another person in your body and then they come out and you don't feel as sexy or attractive as you used to. You know, I don't. Especially if you're a woman who has um, scars from a C-section. You know, those are going to stay there forever. And your body does not look the way it used to. And it's like, okay, let's just turn off the lights. I don't want the lights on because I don't want you looking at my C-section scars. You know, different Mm -hmm. things like that. But if a man is saying, I love you, I want you, and he's embracing all of you, that makes a woman feel good. And that's going to make you want to lay in that bed and just, you know... I wish I could sing like John Legend right now. You said all of you. That that's the song. I don't even really like that song, but if I could sing, I'd oh, sing it right John now. John Legend, I love his voice. I I can't sing, so I'm not even going to try. I might rap it though. Oh, okay. But it wouldn't. It probably it, it won't get the same feeling. Nah. No. But you're absolutely. You know, that's something that I think a lot of people guys don't realize. Like I, the whole postpartum thing. I didn't realize how severe that was until we had our youngest our son and kind of i think they sent you home with some with some reading material about mm-hmm. that and i decided to read it and i'm just like wow yeah i didn't know it was like this when women give birth and that's something that you know for most guys we just salivate we wait for that six weeks to be up mm-hmm. that they say that they're that break in sex that there needs to be so we just kind of like hungry for these six weeks to be up not realizing or even thinking about the fact that there is a long road ahead for a lot of women right after the baby has been born yeah because it's like a part of you is not there anymore you know and even and just with me even the 
two children of ours that I did give birth to, I had to leave them in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I was really going through because yeah. having to leave that hospital and I wasn't, I didn't even want to, I didn't want them willing me out the hospital. I said, no, I'm gonna walk. I don't want nobody to know. I just had a baby because my baby ain't coming home with me. So I'm just going to walk right out this hospital. Mm-hmm. But I, that, that, that really had an effect on me. So for all you couples out there who may be pregnant or you may be um, just having given birth husbands, learn about postpartum depression as much as you can. And don't expect your spouse to be the ones to educate you because a lot of times women aren't going to sit down and say, look, I'm going through postpartum depression and this is what it is. No, Mm -hmm. they're so busy trying to wrestle with their own emotions, man. The best thing you can do is try to understand right? and pray for them and hope that they're not going through like severe postpartum mm-hmm. issues. Cause it, yeah. But that's deep. Like I had no idea how deep that was. And you think about even then, um, there's still the need mm-hmm. in the midst of all that. Right. There's still a need to perform. And I think that kind of moves me into this question that seems to answer itself, but then it doesn't. And I say that because if you are on any social media that's not Instagram per se, but like Facebook, um, Twitter, it's crazy how messed up and how the subject of cheating is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Cheating is a big deal. And I guess why do so many people cheat? Because it's not just men anymore. Like there mm-hmm. are statistics showing that women are doing their thing as much as men maybe even a little bit more now i mean i i don't know why so many people cheat i think it has i think it's more than just the lack of sex um i think that some for women i think that sometimes it can be an emotional thing you're not getting something that you need at home your spouse doesn't understand you're tired of fighting your spouse isn't home enough he's always out with his boys or whatever i think there's a lot of different reasons why people do it i think that sometimes a lot of people think that the grass is greener on the other side and it's really not you Mm -hmm. know and then they whatever there's there's a lot of reasons but i know that for me i remember my mom telling me and i think i might have mentioned this before on another podcast um another episode i mean but she had told me that unless I'm on my period or I am fasting before the Lord, then I need to be available to my husband to not let there be, I want you so empty. You don't have a reason to go and have sex with anyone else. Hmm. I have no comeback for that. Amen. What? I shut you up. Much, like much love to my mother-in-law. <laughs> Because I mean that's a Not good pep often talk. That you don't have a comeback. That's an amazing pep talk. Mm-hmm. So you like you got to bust it down. Yeah. Except for like, these occasions. Yes. Yes. Except for when. Man, the hug I'm gonna give her when I see her next. Thank you. Appreciate that for sure. Don't hug my mom. I'm hug your mom. Her mom's attractive. She's a beautiful. Don't lady. don't hug my mom. My mother-in-law's pretty. Don't hug her. But I don't look at her like that. She's like a mom for real. But still, <laughs> all I'm saying is. I'm so grateful for that pep talk. You got to bust that thing open. 
Ain't no hoping. Ain't no wishing. Don't be holding that holding that to me. Remember what your mom said. You know what? I will. You better not. I will. I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to weaponize it like how some women can weaponize sex. Isn't that crazy? People weaponize sex yeah. against each other. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to do that. But I will cite wisdom. Really? Hey, look. Really? <laughs> okay, cite baby, wisdom. We all, we all have needs, baby. Remember what your mother like said. That. Remember. That is not going to work. I know. That sounds terrible. What on, Joe Piscopo or somebody? Right. Sounds terrible. That is not going to work. But no, on the real, man, it's incredible. For guys, you know, sometimes it's, it's for the most part, typically it's just raw energy. It's not even falling in love i think i think you know what i think that's why it kills guys so much when their women cheat is because we are programmed to believe because i'm sure there are some women who are just as animalistic as men but for the most part we are really if a woman falls for another man a relationship developed there was like deep communication he was able to move in in a way that not only did he steal your gold, he stole your soul. He took your soul from me. Like, whatever we connected on, he connected on that. And, like, he intercepted. And he picked six, that thing. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's a way to look at it. But, I, you know, when you were saying that, it made me think that I think a lot of times we look at cheating because you had sex with another person. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like sex is the aftermath. It's the action. Yeah. The action of whatever is lacking. You know? I, I think more so it's the action. Sex is the culmination of what already happened emotionally. Yeah. So you have to, you know, if you know anything about quantum physics, manifesting, stuff like that, first you have to see it and think about it. The action comes last. Mm hmm. So you think about that, like if someone's being cheated on in a marriage, like whether it's a husband doing a cheating or the woman doing a cheating, nobody just fell into some draws. Right. Like you didn't just wasn't walking by and it's like a puddle, you trip and all of a sudden you just laying in a vagina. That's not how this works. It's you know, you there there had to be intention set first mm-hmm. and then the action of sex is what is the culmination of Sweet nothings, text messages, DMs. Right. Like, and I think that's what's so, that's what's such a hurting feeling about it, especially mm-hmm. in a marriage standpoint. Yeah. So, and that's the, that's the thing I feel like people need to kind of like get to the bottom of what was it that you needed that I was not able to provide for you? And, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not even the fact that I didn't give you what you need because some people just, just you know, greedy. yeah, they just greedy. And some people just because, a man looked at them and gave them attention and they, they it felt good. Other someone other than their spouse. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That's deep. And that's, you know, what's so interesting and about marriage in general. When we talk about cheating, you know, sometimes sex is not the end all be all, as you said, like mm-hmm. there has to be some well-roundedness to it. Now, I have heard and have had conversations with people who have talked about how their spouse was just bad at sex, but that's but then that bad sex having husband has cheated and broke up the family. 
Because somebody taught him how to do it good. Yeah, but the guy still sucked, according to... You see what I'm saying? Like, he was still how no they good. Know? How they know how good they were to that other person? I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so interesting that um, you can be in that position where you're both faithful and unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I agree with what you had to say with the emotional side of making love and putting yourselves together just beyond the physical act of the slide in. Right. Because, I mean, sex is a communicator. Yes. It's a medicine. Yes. It's a connector. Yes. It's more than just us coming together and coming and coming. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a it's that sounds so dirty. It anyway. does. It does. But I mean, it is. It communicates to that person. I love you. I want you. You know. It mm-hmm. connects the two of you. You guys are connected spiritually. Yes. Within that moment, you know, it's it's a lot, and so and I think that. That's why it's so important when you talk about the guy who had bad sex. I think that it's important if your spouse is not pleasing you sexually, teach them. That's it's the, nothing wrong with saying right like, there. baby, you know, touch me here. Rub your hands down. You know, kiss me on the back of my neck. It's nothing wrong with saying, you know, telling your spouse what you need them to do, even in the midst of it. Be a student. Yeah, be a student and be a teacher because it's only going to get better. And they're going to be like, oh, that's what you want. Oh, that's what you like. Okay. And then they're going to do it. And then it's going to feel good to you because they're doing it. And yeah. Amen. So I really enjoyed this episode. And we're probably going to expound further down the line. Um, Oh, I thought you meant afterwards. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No. I'm talking about the episode, ma'am. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, My mind this, was on sex. this is, you know, because this is a conversation that has to continue, mm-hmm. um, especially in today's day and age with men being so visual. And like I said, I think earlier about Instagram on another podcast, like, you know, I can't even get on to search athletes in the search function of Instagram. I'll get in and like, my photography page, right? I all I I got a lot of photographers, different things like that that I search, and even still, like you try to tailor what you like and be careful about the stuff you're liking, and even when you hit the search function, as soon as you hit it, it's still a booty in your face. Mm-hmm. It's like Instagram. I mean, it's everywhere. It is, and so I think there's a different level of heat. That exists in the world today. Mm-hmm. And so that's why this conversation. On Undivorced Wittable. Is probably going to be a regular topic. For however long we're shooting this podcast. And recording this podcast. Because we gotta. And can I just say this. Say it. If you're a man. And you're mm-hmm. listening. And you're engaged. Or you're a single man. And you know you like sex. And you know you don't like it just with one person. Don't get married. Don't get married. Don't get married. Don't do it. You know, because you're going to get married to some sweet woman and be with her. And then, you know, you're going to get caught because you were somebody else because you just don't know how to just be with one person. And don't blame it on your faith. Don't be trying to <laughs> fake your way into marriage because you still want to play the organ at church or whatever you do. Right. If or, you love sex and you love it with multiple people and you love exploring and discreet way to hell. No, I'm just playing. Don't do that. 
<laughs> don't do that. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. No. Oh my gosh. But, I wasn't going to say that, but I'm just, you know, don't, don't mess up another person. Yeah. Know your, know thyself, yeah. know thyself and, and do no harm. Make that uh, your goal. So man, we thank you guys for listening to us on this episode. Um, and we want you to keep up with us. So how can yes. they do that? Um, they can keep up with us on Facebook. You can follow our page or like our page, Undivorced Widable, on Facebook. We have an Undivorced Widable group that you can join as well. And um, on Instagram. And we also have the website, www.undivorcedwidable.com, where you can get merch. You can check out blogs and see our thoughts in written form or maybe video. Uh, we're still building that and trying to make it robust and a fun place to be. Yes, well. so for now on, you can just look at our faces on our website. Yeah, and uh, but check us out. Stay with us. Stay engaged. Um, keep coming back and stay together. That's what we want from you guys, man. We want you to be together. You are our married friends, and we love you, and we want you to stay married so that when we hang out, we can all tell stories, laugh, and you all can pay for our dinner. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So until next time, this is Undivorced Whittable. I am Rance. And I'm Giovanna, and we are out. Peace.